for downloading A Shot of Torah with Levi Cooper, a podcast from the Pardes Institute of Jewish Studies. For more original Torah content, visit elmad.pardes.org. This is Levi Cooper coming to you from Pardes in Yerushalayim. In my previous podcast, I shared with you how the hagiographic sacred biography, Shivchei Habesht, first printed in 1814, includes two versions of a story describing how the Baal Shem Tov used Or Haganuz, that magical, mystical light that is hidden from view. And the Baal Shem Tov used the Or Haganuz in order to see across space, to see what was going on in a different location. The truth is, my friends, that there's a third story in Shivche Habesht that also references the Baal Shem Tov's capabilities to see across space. But in this story, there's no explicit mention of Or Haganuz, although that notion is definitely at the root of the tale. And the story is fascinating to my mind, and I'm happy to share it with you. Shivre Abesht relates that one of the Baal Shem Tov's prime students, Rabbi Yaakov Yosef Hakoyan of Polno, the Toldos Yaakov Yosef, once heard the Baal Shem Tov say, you know, I'm really, something really strange happened. On Friday night, during the service, I looked for my brother-in-law, Rav Gershon, but I couldn't find him in the land of Israel. Now, so now I have to stop for a second and explain. The Baal Shem Tov's brother-in-law, Rav Gershon of Kitov, he traveled from Europe and settled in the land of Israel. So the Baal Shem Tov is describing how he could see across space. And he said to his student, the Toldus Yaakov Yosef, on Friday night in the middle of the service, I looked for my brother-in-law and I couldn't find him in the Holy Land. And then on Shabbat morning during, in the middle of the service, I saw that he was back in Israel. And I don't know how to explain what I saw. A number of years later, Rav Gershon of Kitov returned to Europe on a visit. And there, the Baal Shem Tov approached him and said to him, can you explain to me what happened on that very Shabbat that I couldn't see you at night, but then I saw you during the day. And Rav Gershon couldn't remember. He says, I don't know what you're talking about. And a little bit later, Rav Gershon suddenly remembered. Ah, yes. On that Shabbat, I was honored with being the Mohel, the ritual circumciser in Akko, Acre. And according to the sages, Akko is the northern border of the historic land of Israel. 
And there are two synagogues in Akko, said Rav Gershon. And at night, I went to the synagogue that is beyond the historic borders of the land of Israel. In other words, I left the land of Israel. That's why, my dear brother-in-law, Baal Shem Tov, you couldn't see me. And that's where I prayed on Friday night. And the truth is that after I prayed there, I was really pained. And I thought to myself, why did I leave the Holy Land? And I should have just stayed in the Holy Land on Friday night and prayed in the synagogue in the Beit Knesset that's within the historic borders of the land of Israel. And I decided the next day on Shabbat morning to pray within those borders at the other Beit Knesset. And that's why, my dear Baal Shem Tov, you could see me on the next day, whereas you couldn't see me on Friday night, even though you have magical, mystical vision. This story, my friends, makes no explicit mention of Or Haganuz. But I understand, I suggest, that at the root of the story is the Baal Shem Tov's ability to access this hidden sequestered light that allows a person to see across space. But there isn't a mention of Or Haganuz, and I'm not even so sure that's the thrust of the story. I would suggest that the, st the story, the message of the story, is talking about the sanctity of the Holy Land. Using the Or Haganuz, the Baal Shem Tov can only see what's going on in the land of Israel. And when Rav Gershon leaves the land of Israel, he is pained by that decision and tries to, rev to, to correct his action by the next day, praying in the other Beit Knesset, which is within the historic borders. I would suggest, my friends, that a reader of this passage in 19th century Eastern Europe would not only have thought about the capabilities, the mystical capabilities of the Baal Shem Tov, mystical capabilities that are featured throughout that work, the sacred biography, Shivchei Habesht. The reader in Eastern Europe in the 19th century would have read this text and would have realized and thought and felt the uniqueness of the holy land of the land of Israel, the spiritual valence of our homeland. That's all for now. Until the next time, to the baby drash! Thank you for downloading this podcast from the Pardes Institute of Jewish Studies. For more original Torah content, visit almud.pardes.org.